0: we have a correction oh okay about mennonites
1: oh we have another correction too okay but i forget what it is shit i should have written it down why didn't i write it down
0: annie who dms me told me there are modern mennonites one of my best friend in high school was one you would never know her dad worked with satellites that's a (laughs) poem modern uh this is on the wikipedia we didn't even look that far modern mennonites uh, i'm sorry moderate mennonites include the largest denominations the Mennonite Brethren, and the Mennonite Church. In most forms of worship and practice, they differ very little from many Protestant congregations. There's no special form of dress and no restrictions on use of technology. Worship styles vary greatly between different congregations. There is no formal liturgy. Services typically consist of singing, scripture reading, prayer, and a sermon. Classic. All right. So
1: not the Mennonites I know,
0: not the Mennonites, you know, but the nutters seem to be if they are that.
1: I mean, I don't know.
0: I don't know that either. But if it's like, I don't know if it's like Protestants, well, like, well, here's I'm the, not necessarily on board, uh, you know, by and exactly, large. Yeah,
1: totally. And they don't have funny outfits.
0: Exactly. And there's so. not all the what like. good are you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you don't even have nice like gold chalices and things.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Maybe their maybe their services have a sense of theater. I don't ba- know. I mean, well, Baptist, but maybe Duncan
1: would add that. Um, yeah, I bet he would. Well, there's something called Anabaptist.
0: Yes, that's which is what the Mennonites are part of.
1: Well, every there's like a it's basically like an umbrella yes. over like Mennonite and Amish and, yes. and Baptists, well, and it was like a movement that started in like the 1500s, and they're just like very conservative Christian.
0: Yeah. Okay, so do you remember your correction yet?
1: No. What else did we talk about? Last week.
0: We can read our description. Okay. Flashback to last week. <laughs> Tina Turner and Elton mm-hmm. John.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: To biz moms and dads. Oscar Isaac's news yes! scene. Yes.
2: Great, yes. Great. Great.
0: What is it? Is he di- new in a different scene?
1: Um, No, no, no. That's a prosthetic he's wearing. Really? Because he's actually circumcised. What? Yeah. How do we know? I read it online. Oh, no, he's not circumcised.
0: How do you know? Is that on his Wikipedia?
1: No, it was on IMDb.
0: Okay, it's on IMDb?
1: Yeah, in regards to scenes from a marriage. Blah, blah, blah. When someone laughed and said that the shot was probably too quick for anyone to notice that Isaac is actually uncircumcised. Okay, never mind. Yes, that was Oscar Isaac's real penis on scenes from a marriage. Correction to the correction. I stand corrected.
0: I stand corrected? You know how that's in You Got the Look? We (laughs) know. Prince says it. It's like (laughs) the thing he says. He's saying weird stuff in that song all over the place.
1: Correction of the correction. Yeah. I hope, fingers crossed, that wins best correction this year at the Undies. Did you see that My Heart Will Go On shot up to number 12 on the Billboard 100 this week?
0: Not true. Oh my God. Yeah, not true. That was not a well-sourced tweet. And we wouldn't actually know where it landed until Monday, I think. Uh, the, the, the the tracking. I sound like week.
1: a fucking idiot tonight.
0: <laughs> no, you don't. No, you know. <laughs> yeah, I do. No, but I know. I just happen to know about this. You know, <laughs> I like I follow. just happen
1: to be smarter than you. <laughs> I know the chart no, stuff. I feel like chart an chart idiot. Is,
0: no, you're not an idiot. A lot of people. Think well, I bad. literally I mean, have
1: only said wrong things so far. Well, so
0: far, but you still have the whole episode ahead of you. <laughs> to Why would anyone
1: want pull to listen? It together? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, don't tell them that.
1: <laughs> yeah, everyone wants to tune in for this.
0: Yeah, well, fake I mean, news.
1: God, now we're fake news. We no, are liberal media,
2: no, and now we're fake news. We're not.
0: We're not fake news. We're we're always correcting what's wrong, as you know. We are a living, breathing of our document. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. So then, did it chart at all?
0: uh We don't know that yet. Mm. Do you think um, it will? I I don't think it's that popular, but I wasn't TikTok, paying attention. Does, do
1: TikTok streams? They cat? do. They do. On TikTok, it is. Everything. I
0: mean, maybe, maybe it could be. It, 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 it really is.
1: It's been on so many different, I mean, because all that's, you know, happened with the Titanic guys. Yeah. The I, Titan guys.
0: Right. The Spotify metric is public, at least what they show you. You know, you can go on any song and see how many streams it has.
1: Mm-hmm. But TikTok is, Yeah. that would be TikTok where it is. is though, exactly.
0: I think. Okay. Well, that'll be interesting to see.
1: Um. Okay. So do you want me to, well, I guess you don't have a choice. I want to talk to you about the Barnetts. Yeah, yeah, I no, haven't please. been able to stop thinking about Natalia Grace, like, yeah. and the injustice. I it's. I think it's just like a severe injustice. Yeah, these people. I mean, they need to be in prison for what yeah. they did to her. Like, it is really gross. And oh, the- because
0: you know, any way you slice it, even if she was impossible to deal with, like, let's say mm-hmm. it was just a kid whose just behavior was just really just a, a a total hazard in a way. At a certain point, she still deserved more than way more than what she got. Like, even if their story was like, oh, she's a sociopath, you still don't treat a child like that.
1: There's so many holes in their story. So I went down a really big deep dive. I read Christine's memoir called Spark, which came out in 2013, that she wrote uh, about how basically she cures autism. And oh, it's not
0: about Natalia Grace at all.
1: Oh, Natalia is not mentioned in the book. It's her uh, memoir. And Natalia oh. was living with her when she got the book deal and while she wrote it. That's when they had Natalia.
0: It, I, when you said that she had a book, I just assumed it was her side of this story.
1: No, this came out then. Then and they go- I
0: had missed a kind of other wave, right?
1: Yeah, well, they were famous. They, they had started to build this fame. I didn't realize that when they were building the fame and they were on 60 Minutes interviewed by Morley Safer that that was all while Natalia was living with them, but they didn't present her as their daughter. Uh-huh. They blurred her face out. She's in two scenes of the 60 Minutes thing. So Jacob, their oldest son... He got a lot of attention for being like... they. He was diagnosed with Asperger's, a term they used at the time. He's on the spectrum, high-functioning. And he's a genius, a math genius. He has written a bunch of like actual published research papers, and he's like a math whiz.
0: Yeah, and a media sensation of sorts. It's in, It's in the documentary.
1: Yes. But that's how they first got famous. Yeah. So I decided to go back and read her book just because this is the reason why I'm so incensed because Michael Barnett recently, I think after he was charged in 2019 with the neglect and it like first became a media story, the Natalia Grace part Hulu and Disney optioned his life rights. They bought his life rights. Hulu greenlit the series and Ellen Pompeo is starring in it as Christine. Wow. It's currently being made. Wow. Eight episodes. And the woman that they hired to play Natalia is 26 years old. So it's bullshit. It's oh, really gross. Okay. And I think it's these people are not doing their homework and uh-huh. not seeing like, what the fuck? So in August 2022, this story came out that Hulu had greenlit it. Right now it's still called Untitled Orphan Project. And it's the reason why Pompeo scaled back her role in Grey's Anatomy.
0: <laughs> really? But who's, who made what? Did, what did the people who made are who making it make before?
1: The showrunner is Aaron Levy. Okay. She was a producer on Mad Men. Okay. Mindhunter in plain sight. Like, yeah. Like for real stuff. It's going to be, it's legit. And that to me was so disgusting. Yeah. That unless they're going to do well, like. Yeah, a, let's
0: not judge it before it
2: comes. A ba- but That's it sounds. But it's,
1: they bought Michael's Yeah. story. So I'm thinking that he, it's his version of things. Right. But you know, so
0: did Discovery, and and there were issues with it. I thought ethically, so and part of it had to do with that. Yeah, the way that they kind of bait and switch you.
1: What bait I mean, and switch, Michael?
0: No, just narratively, just in terms of your trust and who right. you're investing in. I right. think that it does like shitty stuff with his story. And it, it establishes her as such a pain in the ass, awful kid.
1: Well, that's another thing is that they have dragged this girl's name through the mud. It's crazy. Through the mud. It's and crazy. they're lying. And the reason why I feel so confident in saying that they're lying is because of research I did. Yeah. And because of reading Christine's book. But also, I've, I've really looked into the adoption process in Florida. There's no fucking way they would have been able to adopt her. Where they said you have to come and get her right now or we're putting her in foster care uh-huh, uh-huh. because adopting in Florida is a months long process that involves like home visits right. beforehand and post placement stuff like they don't you the adoption process is not even finalized until it can't even be finalized unless at least 90 days have passed when the new parents have them and they have to be they have to have like three different reports written by the adoption facilitator like yeah. they have to like comply with like certain state mandates and stuff so if they had an issue if they saw the pubic hair wouldn't they have put that in the reports wouldn't they have stopped the adoption process right. it wasn't too late you,
0: you're right you or, or yeah it wouldn't have been it was too immediate. late right so what do you think that suggests trafficking
1: yes i think that they bought her i don't know why they even said florida like the i've been reading about adoptions there's a plan they have to visit your home they have to do all this shit beforehand yeah, sure. you have to take classes and then they have a plan and they never would have approved a plan where the kid goes to Disney World later that day like they just never would have done that mm-hmm. like they like that's like way too much for a kid to have happen right i mean that's just clearly a lie at, at least from the way that michael's telling it yeah that you know they were cold called which is not true. Yeah. By the And I don't know why he picked that adoption agency because they said that the adoption agency released a statement after. They said um, that they had nothing to do with it and they're taking legal action against him. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I would too. Now that I know like what goes into the adoption process, they made them sound like like a Mickey Mouse organization. Like totally like bullshit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was it was just like, um, oh, my God. Why can I not remember? The voting machines.
1: Oh, uh, fuck.
0: what is it? Oh what my it? God! I it know. took over my life I know. for so long. I know. What is it? What is it? What are the voting machines? <laughs> Sydney Powell. <laughs> That's is all. I, I it's, it's just totally, her
1: face totally. and Giuliani. Dominion. Melting. Dominion. Dominion. Okay. They <laughs> were <laughs> 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 just floating in my brain. It's <laughs> totally. all. Like, I was getting distracted <laughs> the, by them. The the the, the, their the creepiness. Running yeah. Down. <laughs> Parting in those meetings yeah, totally. they've been making money from these fucking their their life rights being sold i mean he's gonna get a piece of the budget he'll probably get like a percentage of the budget of each episode for this
0: if he eventually does go to prison on criminal charges though couldn't like aren't you not allowed to profit from your crime
1: you're not allowed to profit from your crime but he was uh, acquitted they, of that one I- crime I think that they're living off of their, these stories. They've exploited two of these children now because they exploited the shit out of Jacob. Right. The I don't son, think that the they, son. yeah, it I was, don't.
0: I thought we didn't, something we didn't talk about was that like, I guess he was in a basement or something, but the cement block walls, it, like prison. Amongst, it, it that's, is like, Una prison.
1: asked me if it was prison.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> like, what is that all about? Just to be filmed. I mean, I guess like whatever, that's your bedroom, whatever, but like. Well, he's they living in his parents' a, basement. Yeah, he's living in his parents' basement.
1: Because, and he's all fucked up because I because think these parents are fucked up. I
0: mean, I think like the allegations are really obvious. Like, like it's really clear what is going down. And wait till you hear the
1: money that they were making.
0: Bearing witness to that, that up close as a kid is still gonna fuck you up. You oh know? my
1: god, yes. But they also, he says by his own admission, that the mother made him do things. Right. So that's it. He was very involved. Yeah, it's all fucked. So I started reading her book. She's she's munchy to me. Munchausen? Really? Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, and that has nothing to do with Natalia. Uh huh. But it makes the Natalia stuff make sense. Uh huh. Later, because it's like, oh, this fits in with a pattern with her. There's well, it's something she's wrong like Im- with all of her kids.
0: Imposing, right? She's imposing all this stuff on Natalia and the whole period thing, and
1: yeah, right. Wait, who, and Natalia never. Uh, menstruated. She still, to this day, has never menstruated. Wow. Also, the story that she screamed the first time she was giving this little girl a bath—like, way to fucking traumatize this kid oh, who's totally. already been through right. it. No,
0: well, she didn't care about that. She clearly I mean, didn't.
1: Care. I don't. I don't. I can't believe a single thing that these people say. Yeah. Like because they've lied so much about other things and and about stupid shit as well. Actually, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know how he said he had a Lamborghini yeah. in his driveway?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He did like a list. Of shit that they sold. They liquidated everything and then when they moved to Canada. So anyway, the Lambo, yeah. fake.
0: Yeah, I had read somebody say that. It's remember? a replica. Yeah.
1: Well, I it's didn't like even know that, that I didn't know that existed. existed
0: either. Yeah. Seems like a replica would still be expensive. It is.
1: It's replica is still like fifty to seventy thousand right, dollars. Right. But you know, a Lambo like that would cost the one that he had would have cost like six or seven hundred thousand yeah, dollars. He said yeah, he had yeah. a nineteen ninety eight. Lambo Countach, I don't know how to pronounce that. C o u n t a c h. Because he did, he did a list. He literally listed every single thing that they owned that he sold. I'm not kidding. He's like donut maker, pancake maker. Uh, like they had weirdly a lot of couches. He Sold a lot of couches. It was like because they also because they had a theater room uh-huh. in that house uh-huh. as well.
0: What do do we ever find out the source of their great wealth? Yes, I I have
1: it here. Yeah, Yeah. what I think. Yeah. Um, There's pieces to the puzzle. Some of it is inherited and some of it, I think, is scammed. Okay, because guess what he did for a living? First, he worked at Target.
0: Okay, right. And then he got
1: a job at Circuit City. Yes. And then he was laid off for a long time during the recession. Uh Uh-huh. And then he got a job at T-Mobile. Okay. She had a daycare at home. Right. So, you're... What? Yeah. (laughs) To have a theater room and, like... uh, in like a regular suburban house, like they were living high, especially because it contrasts so much with what Christine said about how they had no money at all and they were completely broke. Right. But then it changes. You're like, wait, what? Wait, now you have money? But wait, how are you buying the house? I thought you guys had... Wait, but your kids couldn't eat this day. So how do you guys have money for this? Like shit like that, like going back and forth. Like she just is constantly contradicting herself. Uh They got married in 1995. I think she was like 22 or something. Mm -hmm. So she says... I was raised Amish, not horse and buggy Amish, but city Amish.
0: City Amish?
1: There's no such motherfucking thing.
0: City Amish?
1: Yeah. She said, my grandparents wanted to embrace the modern world while still holding fast to their old world traditions and beliefs. So they became part of a new order of Amish who maintained their faith and community while making some concessions to modern life. We wore regular clothes, enjoyed modern conveniences, and went to public school. Even so, church for us was not just a Sunday event. It was the very fiber of our lives.
0: Sounds like modern Mennonite.
1: But no, it's not.
0: It is interesting that like this guy, Trigger, your Duncan Nutter, uh, Cynthia Nutter.
1: Wow, this is a Mennonite. magic moment. It yes. is kind of a magic moment. And,
0: yes, and now we're talking about Amish. Yes, right.
1: and Anabaptists. Yeah. She says, in the Amish faith, if you don't marry someone from the church to which you belong, you cannot remain a member of that church, which is not true. That's not true.
0: But does is, doesn't she mean like the Amish church, or is there, are there different churches within? Talking about the diocese. Yes. Listen,
1: my beloved grandpa John had himself been cast out of his when he'd wed for love. Although my grandmother was Amish, she was not from the same community.
0: Okay. That's
1: a whole lie. Is it? That's yeah, a you lie. Can... Yes. Yes.
0: I don't know. I I I legitimately have no idea how their communities work, but it seems like. No. Seems like no.
1: Seems like you'd want people. I'll tell you, you want this: the, the
0: the gene pool to be that shallow, right? Go out and
1: yeah, prosper. but also like the their form of inbreeding has actually bred like bred out things. Okay,
0: so maybe it you would want to kind of make them stronger okay. in ways. They know what they're doing.
1: So then she said, "My father was not Amish, but when he proposed to my mother, he joined her church, allowing her to remain in the fold." Just this is all bullshit to me. Maybe Mennonites can not have to dress like that and blah, blah, blah. Amish, that is not true.
0: It seems like you the cannot only call yourself Amish. I searched city Amish in quotes. Mm-hmm. The first thing that comes up is a novel called Big City Amish, which is about the adventures and disappointment by others in their community of some Amish people.
1: Oh, and I was doing my research on this. Yeah. Because I researched about the Amish. I was making sure about all of that. Yeah. That they can marry like, you can marry oh, yeah, yeah. another Amish that. person. Yeah. Right. You got it. So, especially now that, like, they have the internet when they're on Romspringa and stuff, uh-huh. like, they're going to meet people from other places. Yeah. Um. When I was doing that, I found a bunch of, like, Amish romance novels. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: They sound kind of, sounds like it would be relaxing to read.
1: It, the pictures look pretty on the front, like, they're paintings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the things I noticed is that they don't specifically have a no sex before marriage rule. Really? Yeah. Okay, as difficult as it was to imagine breaking with a tradition so important to me, I had always known that the Amish custom of arranged marriages was simply not for me. It, she's just full of crap. Oh, and here's another thing. Her mother was a corporate accountant. They were Amish. Like, the mom wouldn't fucking corporate be
0: accountant. working. Yeah, yeah. Not just working, but, like, going into that industry. She goes to New York City.
1: Like, wow. she goes, like, back and forth.
0: Big city Amish.
1: Big city Amish. <laughs> <laughs> Her grandfather, John Henry, was an inventor, a machinist, and an engineer, which sounds really not Amish.
0: Yeah, no, (laughs) I mean, yeah, no.
1: (laughs) He went to work for Westinghouse (laughs) and Ford Motor Company. Is
0: there no invention within the, like what's progress like in the Amish community? Is there invention? Like not paying attention, then all of a sudden you come up with like a popcorn machine or something like that, you know? I
1: guess if it doesn't use electricity. They have weird loopholes. She said that her grandfather joined the navy for World War II. The Amish are conscientious objectors, as are Mennonites. Uh They don't even have to do a draft. We
0: do talk about Amish a lot. So much,
1: we really do. (laughs) Amish from from Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. (laughs) right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Amish psychology. We
1: did see, we did see those Amish people when we went to Harrisburg. Yeah, we We did. We bought pretzels off them. Yeah,
0: they seemed cool. They were. I thought they were chill. They were young.
1: Young they were girls. young and
0: they knew what they were doing, and they were kind of they had a no nonsense but gentle way about them.
1: So she said that her grandfather invented something that made him really rich, and he worked for Ford Motor Company. I uh, as
0: an Amish, yeah, big city Amish, <laughs> yeah. Okay,
1: he revolutionized how you drill steel. Okay, and invented a new set of tools and a new process that allowed workers to drill to drill steel. She says they're subsequently sold it to other major companies as well. And there isn't a car on the road today or a toaster in your kitchen that didn't benefit from my grandfather's invention. So if true, which I couldn't find in mm. the patents and all that other shit. If true, then her grandfather was just loaded. Um, she does mention that her grandfather uh, bought her and Michael a house when they first got married. Uh-huh. So they didn't pay for that house.
0: Here's another magic moment. She, What's
1: her book about? Autism and daycare, parenting.
0: And Duncan Nutter wrote a book about (laughs) raising children. Yeah, parenting. Like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck? What is this
1: parallel universe? Yeah. I prefer the Nutters much more.
0: Yeah, sure. Wow.
1: So, yeah. So maybe the money is family money, but I don't think so. All like, I think that, yeah, her grandpa bought her a house, but then later on, things get really weird <laughs> okay so do you want me to just go through like what she says is wrong with each one of her kids okay it's just a list yeah yeah so she was 24 when she had jacob in 1998 she said he was diagnosed with autism at two like he started regressing and um she said when he was three the goal the expert set for him was the hope that he'd be able to tie his own shoes at 16 he wasn't just diagnosed with autism he was diagnosed with asperger's at this age yeah which is not associated with any speech problems. Okay. Like spe- like losing speech and stuff. It's very right. high functioning autism. Yeah. So it the, it's different.
0: The the girl on America's Next Thought Model that had been diagnosed with Asperger's always said it's a mild form of autism. Yeah. Like, and she did that like a mil in a million interviews. <laughs> she was always talking about it. Like you know, it's a mild form of autism. You
1: represent the neurodiverse community. I
0: mean, it was she was interesting. They and always had also a Also very likable. There was too. always one girl that, that girl? had like a
1: thing yeah. on each season: girl endometriosis or you know, lupus, <laughs> trans blindness, <laughs> blindness. Yeah, <laughs> lupus. <laughs> that girl. Remember, she had tosis, and it sounded ptosis. so fake, but yes. it was like that her eye was droopy. droopy. yes, <laughs> tosis. She said that people would talk down to her like they'd like be like, we don't think you have to worry about the alphabet with Jacob, Uh like meaning that he was never going to talk. So she said they didn't think he'd ever read. And then all of a sudden he's a genius. Right. He's speaking Japanese in his sleep when he was only one. And then eventually she starts talking about how he went into full blown autism. She says full blown autism full like blown it's full autism. blown AIDS. Yeah. Who the fuck says full blown, full blown autism? autism? Like it started at Asperger's and then was upgraded. That's not how that fucking works, <laughs> not lady. a
0: clinical diagnosis. Yeah, I am
1: really It's so yes. Full
0: blown autism and this is the this is the premise of her book. She's not just yakking and she got some details wrong cuz she's so self-invested. This is what she's writing about. Saying full blown autism.
1: Yes, full-blown <laughs> autism. And that she cures it. Okay. And that...
0: Well, clearly not. I mean, you saw the guy in the documentary. Well, I
1: think what she means is she got him talking.
0: Oh, But it's okay. like
1: that I think that he was going to be talking anyway. He had Asperger's. Right, right, right. Maybe he just, like, didn't want to talk to her for a little were, bit. Were
0: people getting diagnosed with Asperger's at two? I don't Was that a no, thing? No, I don't
1: think so. Because I think that the, like, the hallmarks of Asperger's, like... Would be that later
0: on in development. No? Yeah, that they're right. very like
1: that they like are very gifted. Yeah. But it's also high functioning. So the kid would still be talking and things. And by the way, they you, would you, never you, tell him that he wasn't going to be able to tie his shoes. I don't yeah. know if they would say that about any autistic person. Right.
0: right. Yeah. Well, I but wouldn't they wouldn't be able so. to tie their shoes. I mean, you could. It, the thing is, is that like families of disabled kids are given bad information mm-hmm.
2: often. It okay. depends on
0: where you are. It depends on the expertise. It depends who's saying it. It depends on all the stuff. It depends how much people care, you know? Yeah. So, But
1: she's saying she's you, been I taking could, him to all these different specialists and doctors. And she. the premise of this book is that, that she, she didn't listen.
0: That she got him through it. Oh, she didn't listen. She kept fighting for her son. And she got him to, to a place where he didn't really he didn't need have to have full-blown autism, autism yeah, anymore. Yeah, full-blown autism. <laughs> half-blown autism. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's what she said is wrong with Jacob. Also, <laughs> she said that... When she was pregnant with Jacob, she uh, had preeclampsia. She said that she was in and out of the emergency room uh-huh. nine times when she was pregnant with Jacob. Wow. Yeah.
0: Um, she's got a story for everything. It's kind of like reading about Tori Spelling in page six.
1: Uh, exactly.
0: Every life development is a cataclysm.
1: And then with Wesley, she said that she like fell to her knees. Doctors had to operate. She was in full on organ failure. And then they removed her gallbladder, which, you know, I didn't fact check this, but can they do that on a pregnant woman?
0: I don't know. I have no idea. But also organ failure. So full
1: on organ failure.
0: Literally, that's the syntax. Yeah, Full on, just like full blown uh, AIDS. AIDS or full blown autism.
1: But then she said that she gave birth naturally mm-hmm. after like a week after on an after she just did an abdomen surgery.
0: Yeah, that seems unlikely. Yeah. you Wouldn't you pop the stitches? Like a major
1: surgery? So anyway, then with, with Wesley, she said that he has something called RSD. It's a reflex sympathetic dystrophy. Yeah. But it's actually called, that's an old term, even though she says it a lot. And it's now it's actually called complex regional pain syndrome. Okay. It's not fatal. Everything I've learned about it, it's basically just... You get extreme pain, but it's your brain is telling like certain parts of your body that it's extreme pain, but it's not. And it's like it's a very specific kind of pain. It like feels like burning. Uh It's a neurological disorder. Uh So so then when she's talking about this kid, she's like, and he and it was he was having seizures. He turned blue. She literally says at one point, she goes, he could choke and die at any moment. Couldn't we all? (laughs) There's nothing about this disease that's fatal. She said they were in the emergency room a couple of times a week for months. And then that kid had to get a bunch of therapists, like physical therapists and all this other shit. She said he couldn't walk till he was three. Nobody bothered to like... Fact check this? It's published by Random it?
0: House. Yeah. Like, I mean...
1: Oh, when she gave birth to Jacob, she almost died and he almost died. It was so touch and go that the doctors told Michael that he, he'd either be going home with a wife or a child, but not both. Okay. They are both so fucking dramatic. Dramatic. Like it's just every single story is just to the most extreme. You know what I mean? Like be one thing if that was the one, if there was maybe two things like that, three things tops. There's like 50 like this. She said after Ethan was born, she started experiencing blinding flashes of pain along the side of her face, incapacitating episodes. She couldn't move her left arm. She had a stroke at 30.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay, sure.
1: Paralyzed on her left side, she couldn't talk, her face drooped, (laughs) and she couldn't walk, and she had to drag her leg where she she was walking. (laughs) Often Michael would have to physically support me so that I could walk. I couldn't grasp things.
0: I mean, this person is really in your wheelhouse. Did you have any idea that she did no. you know that you were in for this? No, wow. that's the why the I was whole like, The "thing is magic moments." Exactly.
1: It's like, uh, like, she, wow, she, she really landed in my lap here.
0: She's created. She was created for you specifically <laughs> for your matrix. You know,
1: one hundred percent. So, then a few months later, after that, I was diagnosed with lupus.
0: Uh-huh. okay, lupus. There it is again. Here
1: is the thing, though, is that she's supposedly having this daycare. She has three toddlers, like three kids under the age of five. Has a daycare? Has yeah,
0: she's still dragging her leg at this point?
1: Yeah, has, but she doesn't mention going to like her physical therapy. But she has a daycare. Has special needs children? She says some of them that need a feeding tube. Like she talks about these special needs kids that she has. She Calls them special needs. Right. That's I'm saying not you. that because she called right. them that. Um, also, the she has a courts. lot of outdated stuff. But I,
0: including Aspergers. Yeah. That's I, don't, I But I'm mention. not
1: sure, like, if maybe she. If maybe that it was okay for 2013, you know, I mean, that is 10 years ago.
0: Yeah. Well, it sounds like certainly there wasn't enough muscle behind the book to say for certain. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, intellectual or, or truth seeking muscle, let's say.
1: Yeah. She explains this, like, this life that they had where, like, both of these, the two older boys were constantly going to, like, several different therapists, like, and all day long it was just, like, therapies happening and, like aquatics therapy and physical therapy and speech therapy, just all this shit, and half her body doesn't work. Uh So then she also said that Ethan, the youngest kid, is also autistic, and she also has said that Michael is autistic. She said this on Facebook. Someone was like, oh, is he diagnosed or something? And then she replied, he's not officially clinically diagnosed, but he nails just about every symptom to look for. We treat him as he is. So now she's better than the experts. Now she can diagnose people with autism. Oh my god. So they established their 501c3 Jacob's Place in 2005. They start getting grants.
0: So And what was and it was because kids with autism needed to need to do sports. Was that one of those?
1: That's the other one that's like the Youth Autism Sports League uh-huh. and I think it was kind of like part of Jacob's Place. I don't know. It never really was that clear to me, to well, be honest with And if with they're you. into
0: like cures and stuff, then there's a lot of people with autism that that hate that whole thing. Oh, just know? the idea
1: of curing. Yeah. Yes. She the never idea says, of curing the
0: process, the industry. The... She never
1: says cure. She says like, I brought him out of it, uh-huh. which I think is like more acceptable because like, that's kind of like what Temple Grandin says about herself. Uh-huh. Like that's why she has like the machine, the squeeze machine. Like she's like, manages her the things that would make her like go inside herself or like freak out that's right. how she manages it
0: right right so yeah i mean there probably is something to be said for like
1: people understanding and people how to do like work their... with therapists to like get their kids you know to help because if your kid's not talking like you want your kid to be able to talk so yeah. you have to like so that's fine so like
0: cbt is all about that even for people who aren't on the spectrum or, or like who you know aren't going as a result of directly spectrum related issues right so. yes
1: but she's saying that she basically can do that like right. she's like it doesn't seem like she finished college yeah and she's like only worked as a daycare person
0: magically she can do that
1: now. yeah the, but then there's also a magical thing that happens
0: okay well, so what is she
1: it? matt she said that she cured her nephew who was like born in a coma or something She's giving a speech, because she ends up becoming a public speaker about autism and stuff. Like, she goes on this, like, circuit. So, she gives this wacky-ass speech. Uh
2: I'm going to tell you a story that has nothing to do with autism. I have a nephew who was born prematurely, and he was a premature baby in the hospital. My sister was diabetic. So, when he was born, he was in a coma. So... (coughs) Sorry, I'm a little short on time. I'm, I'm going to run over just a little bit. But anyways, my sister's um, son was in a coma when he was born, or she was in a coma and he was in the hospital. Okay, so you just changed. we were going to take him in a lifeline helicopter to save his life. He was not quite four pounds. The nurse in the room said, "The helicopter's coming to get your nephew." Um, And I looked at his little body, it was purple, it was just, he was not doing well. He he was about to be lifeline. She didn't even know she had her baby yet. The nurse in the room said, I'm just going to walk over here and get these folders out of this um, envelope by the computer. I'll be there for a long time. And she looked me in the eye and she said, strange things have happened when I leave the room. She left the room. I was waiting for the lifeline and helicopter to come and get my nephew. He was dying in front of me. I picked him up. <laughs> I held him. I put him against my chest, skin to skin. Did
0: take her shirt off? He there like were no even?
2: tubes there. There were no doctors there. There was love and my nephew changed and he did not need to be lifelined and he started to develop and he started to breathe like magically in front of her there is no medical explanation for what happened you cannot medically explain (laughs) love
0: you you can actually in, in a lot of ways isn't that oxytocin? I mean, that's it's wild. And it's but she did that in public. It's just so half baked in it's 2019.
1: Like, she's already been charged with a crime at that's this in, point. That was in
0: 2019. Was in
1: 2019. Oh, my God. So this is like they're they're really out there, these people. And mm-hmm. so and she is. And for it, him to be married to her for so long. He is, too. Yeah. Like it, they seem like she's she's very, very demonstrative of like her love. In the book, for him, like oh, she's just it's
0: just the pageant of
1: oh yeah wow like Michael's the best he's the greatest the only fight they ever had was that one stupid one
0: oh yeah what was the their fight
1: that he had taken a vow to protect her and he couldn't protect her because she was always something was always happening like she had had this stroke and her health was failing and I mean it was so,
0: so what was ridiculous the fight? was he mad at her.
1: No, he's he mad put, at himself that he was breaking his wedding vow by not protecting her.
0: And but how did that become a fight if he's mad at himself?
1: Because he got up and he just walked out. I see. He just didn't say anything. He just grabbed his keys. I think he was probably like, I can't do this shit anymore. Oh it's God. always fucking something. Yeah. Every single time.
0: Every single time. But he clearly thrived on the drama. Absolutely. Himself. So you're in that situation and then you stayed there.
1: Yeah. I didn't realize this. Because they don't like mention this in the documentary, yeah. But there's so many conflicting stories about what the fuck she put in the coffee.
0: Oh, the, what, the what pine Natalia saw? was was right. a, accused
1: of putting in the coffee. Yeah, Christine said bleach. Christine also said Windex. Michael said pine saw.
0: <laughs> wow,
1: get your stories straight. Yeah,
0: it's not like I mean, it happened
1: a long ass time ago. Like also,
0: those are all such distinct things. I don't right imagine bleach it, that is you,
1: really different. You're not in the same. You're not even in the same part of the house.
0: No, and it's like, that's like starting to get into like chemical warfare type of shit, you know, bleach.
1: Bleach Um, is so
0: caustic.
1: Yeah, bleach is like, pine salt is like stupid. You're not going to die from drinking pine salt, right? But bleach, I feel like maybe they escalate. But the way that um, Natalia explains it, she says on Dr. Phil,
2: You were cleaning. Yes. You're helping her clean. Yes. And she says you sprayed bleach in her coffee it was lemon pledge for tables so we had missed a spot so what I did was I scooted the chair over so I could get up there and I scooted her coffee back so I could grab the thing because it was it was in front of it so I scooted it back and I grabbed it she came out and was like what are you doing and then she claimed that I tried to spray it in her coffee you can look in her coffee there was nothing.
1: Natalia's version of events sound very believable to me and apparently has been consistent. Yes. And there's changes. Yes. I just wanted to get into the, some of the financials. Yes. In 2008, they bought a bigger home. Right. And they bought two properties next door to each other to run Jacob's Place. So I'm thinking that they were like, it was right before the housing bubble burst. They probably uh-huh. got these like loans, these cheap loans. Uh-huh. She says that she spent her life savings buying these properties. Right. Right. And she she says that they also sold their car and cashed in Michael's 401k Uh to buy these buildings. In, In Indiana? Yeah. Okay. And to replace their car, they bought a beat up Ford Bronco for $500 that didn't have a floor. Because it was rusted through and Uh they could see the the road,
2: Uh which doesn't
1: make sense because at the same time they bought a new construction, the McMansion at the same time. And so he cashed in his 401k and they sold their car. And then also she she says later that the way that they got the new house was because her grandfather died and she was able to get some money. And then they were able to keep that old house, the first house, and she let her brother live there for free. Right. So it just didn't make any sense. Like she's saying like out, out of one side of her mouth that they're like super poor. They're struggling to get by. And then on the other side, she's like, oh, we we had this money from blah, blah, blah and this money. And, you know, my grandfather, you know, he was so successful and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it just didn't make any sense.
0: Doesn't. And if you're actually living that life, it's so chaotic. That, right. Like, like the idea that like we have nothing and now we have tons of stuff. Like what?
1: Yeah. And they clearly had a lot of things because Michael made that very detailed list of every single thing they had. And
0: where was that list, by the way?
1: On was his that Facebook. Was the
0: divorce? Oh, on the Facebook. He was
1: put on Facebook. It was like wow. an, an update. This is wow. everything we sold. And I felt like it was he was like bragging. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. about their cars like and a, uh-huh. shit. Uh-huh.
0: Right. He sold, you, and was the car listed as a replica? There? Yes, it was. <laughs> really? Yeah. He, wow. He admitted it. Yeah,
1: he did. Um, huh. Probably because he told people in his life, maybe yeah. or when he got it or I don't know. Also me because it would have raised too many eyebrows yeah. if he had a real Lambo. Right. They were really obsessed with cars. Yeah. And at one point in her book, she says that they bid on a car for Wesley just because he wanted one. They went to like, she's like, we all we had was $5,000 to our name. This is the middle of like her talking about the recession. They lost all of their um, clients for the daycare because everybody lost their jobs. She uh-huh. said nobody had a job. Uh-huh. She said that they were, they were so broke that she's like, for the first time in my life, I was hungry. I bought vitamins for the boys because I could no longer regularly afford meat. He loses his job, Michael. Uh But also it's like, oh, but you moved to this totally other bigger place like at the same time. And yeah, like it just a lot of it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And like every twist and turn. Um, So then she said a local businessman helped them with the costs of renovating these buildings for Jacob's place to have the autism and sports stuff so it's weird that she said that he did that because at the same time that's when she was getting all this she got hundreds of thousands of dollars in grant money from different organizations and which you can look up it's all public information 501c3 they got sued by their hoa for not paying their bills so it does seem like they were having trouble paying their bills but they were literally buying cars for their children
2: yeah
1: and like it just didn't make it just doesn't doesn't, make sense yeah it doesn't add up at all in 2009, she says they start fostering. Okay. In 2009, okay. she said fostering was Mike's idea. He said that that Christine's one wanted to adopt. Uh-huh. She says, "We finally have been able to sell the old house and we are so grateful to be back on our feet financially." I mean, the way that she describes the beginning of this year, they're in a, they're driving in a car that doesn't have a bottom. She's starving. The kids are eating vitamins for dinner. <laughs> like the clothes don't fit. <laughs> oh my God. They're not working. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden they're like, let's foster. <laughs> 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 what? He's back on his feet financially. He works at T Mobile.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we had so much love to give. And fostering made me feel as if we were putting our big, beautiful house to good use.
0: Wow. This is, it's like incoherent. Right? It's like nonsense.
1: Fostering was an amazing experience for all of us. And our that's chil- the,
0: this is the Natalia section, right?
1: I mean, this is what she says is in 2009 that they start fostering.
0: And they adopted Natalia in 2010.
1: Mm-hmm. But everything's so blurred in this. Like, she's yeah. like, we're broke. We're rich. Eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they opened. She said, in addition to the daycare, we opened our home to a number of seriously disadvantaged children through a program at our church called Safe Children, a free foster arrangement for families in temporary distress. So they fostered all these kids through this program. So basically just sounds like a church thing, but I think they were probably also getting money for it. You know, that was probably also part of the grant. Yeah. Some of the children who stayed with us. Came from the kind of poverty we couldn't have imagined before we met them. And it's like, you were just in a car with no floor.
0: It,
1: it, right. <laughs> with no railings, car with no floor. And then she gets to 2010 in her book, no mention of Natalia mm. ever. And the, the documentary at this point, Michael's like, our lives are perfect. We have a couple hundred thousand dollars in the bank. Yeah. I have a Lambo in the driveway. They were just so fucking broke. Yeah. But they literally start getting hundreds of thousands of dollars in grants from different organizations. Really? And I think they were living off of them. Really? Because they didn't put it into the fucking thing that they the the space. She said she got a local entrepreneur philanthropist to do that.
0: And they barely explain the the autism sports one right in the documentary they kind of like mention it yeah like a picture the guy
1: built like a she does she does talk about like how they would get the kids together and they would use balloons instead of balls so that it wasn't as scary like at first Uh, and they would get them used to it uh, like it did sound like they did that but it sounded like a saturday only kind of thing right it wasn't like a big program and it wasn't divided by like age or anything like it wasn't because there weren't that many kids i guess in indianapolis that were joining this it wasn't like a league
2: Right. It was just kind
1: of like a recreational thing where a bunch of families could get together. Yeah, I don't think it cost hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to run. Then they get in it. so they have Natalia. They bring her to an endocrinologist at um, Peyton Manning Hospital, where this you know, guy there was
0: a Peyton Manning Hospital. Well, he
1: probably donated a bunch of money.
0: So, I'm sure.
1: Doctor Andrew Riggs, he's dead now, R.I.P. Um, he was a pediatric endocrinologist they were saying that they didn't know how old she was i think like even then it's like what was this like what is this scam that yeah they're tr- you're it, seeding it seems this scammy this thing this is in june they get her in may yeah the well, endocrinologist I, the
0: supposedly happened immediately
1: that's what she says
0: yeah so it's consistent with that story at
1: least the endocrinologist says he estimates her age at eight she was really six but he estimates it at eight mm-hmm. And after that, Natalia has foot surgery. I think that was really expensive. And I think they were like, okay, mm-hmm. no, we're not doing this. So then, and then at that same time in 2011, Jacob stardom like takes off. Mm-hmm. He's like writing papers. He's on Glenn Beck's show. He's like, <laughs> they're doing all these like television appearances. Wow. Definitely for things that they're getting paid for, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then at the same time, Christine is bringing Natalia to all these different doctors She brings her to a dentist where x-rays are taken. The dentist says like, she's about eight. According to them, they put her in the St. Vincent Indianapolis Stress Center, which is a free clinic for Mm -hmm. people with no insurance for mental health stuff. That to me says they didn't, they weren't interested in really helping her. If they had this money, especially if they had that grant money, if they had money to be buying fake Lambos and other like stupid cars for their Mm -hmm. children, they could have maybe put a little bit of money into her mental health care if they actually gave a shit about having her treated. Mm-hmm. It sounds like they were just trying to stuff her in the cheapest place they could. So then this year, 2011, as you know, they're having her stay in this shitty mental hospital, Michael buys the Corvette. He buys all those other cars. Christine, this is the year that they get like $200,000 in grant money. Christine sells her memoir. And then immediately, Warner Brothers options the rights. That's, that's a lot of money. January of 2012, they're on 60 Minutes. And then March of 2012, the neighbors reported them to CPS and they called the police on them because Christine took away Natalia's bedroom and bed and made Natalia sleep on the back deck of their Indiana home. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? That little girl was eight years old. Yeah. Eight years old.
0: I mean, it is it is unbelievable. On one hand, and at the same time, it completely fits the profile. Mm -hmm. At this point, yes, I can believe that.
1: It's so gross. I've heard. So then, unfortunately, during this, Jacob gives a TED talk in June. Like he's really taking off. She's really trying to get rid of this kid now. Mm -hmm. She's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" My kid's on sixty minutes. He's giving TED talks. You know. Yeah. She takes her back to Peyton Manning, and they're like, "Yeah, no, she's a kid still. (laughs) She's a kid." Yeah. Then they file an emergency petition for change of birth date. Uh huh. There was no hearing. The judge, Judge Gerald Zor, he never met Natalia. He never met the family.
0: He just looked at the paperwork?
1: The Their lawyer, Michelle L. Jackson, she has an, her own adoption agency and does this kind of stuff. I think maybe, maybe they used her as their lawyer for the private adoption.
2: Because mm-hmm. she
1: has a global adoption agency and a domestic one. Both were shut down for compliance issues.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: In 2019... The inter-county adoption accreditation and maintenance entity, they said they had a failure to maintain substantial compliance with relevant accreditation standards. She went to the same law school as the judge. He's much older, but they went to the same law school and they both taught at that law school. So it's very possible that maybe he taught her or that they were colleagues at the school. They knew each other. Whatever the case, he did her adoption when she adopted a child from another country. Uh huh. So... They knew each other and she was doing all these adoptions. So and he was doing family law. So or this kind of law, whatever. You know how Michael is like, well, the judge was like, oh, you stopped growing at 18. You added four years and blah, blah, blah. The judge didn't do any of that. I read the petition. Mm. They put that in the petition. Really? And the only even after they had been to all these doctors, they only... Doctor's letter that they supplied was by Michael's primary care physician, It's not a pediatrician. He didn't even say that the proper, the correct type of dwarfism she had. Right. I doubt he even met her. Now, this is in 2012. Jacob leaves for Canada to go to school in Canada in 2013. Right. I think that they were, she knew they were going to be moving to Canada and they didn't want to bring her. And there was a couple different reasons why. At the time in Canada, they had this medical inadmissibility policy Mm -hmm. that allowed Canada to reject resident applications from those with serious health conditions or disabilities.
0: That's that's called Canada.
1: Yeah. Well, they changed it since then, but went in 2018. But Uh this was 2013. This included the disabled children of medically cleared, otherwise healthy adult parents. So it just seems like they had a lot of motive. Yes, for, and then also the, the the fact that in Indiana an adopted child is a dependent until they're twenty
0: one. Twenty one, so make her twenty two. Make her twenty
1: two. So Seems I think that, that obvious. the judge just put that through because they were vouched for by this attorney who he's been working with yeah. for years. Yeah. So that's gross. That they did that. He granted the petition in June. A month later, they take her back to the dentist again, and they estimate her age is between eight and nine. They get her an apartment, and she's eight years old. In 2013, they post on Facebook that Jacob's place has lost its funding, and they need to find a new location and new donors. Damn me! They had all these don't. They had all of this money come in. Yeah, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right.
0: What did they do with that money?
1: Then they begin to like liquidate their assets. Jacob's going to college in Canada, and then they put Natalia in the the second floor apartment. And they said that they paid for her rent in advance of a year, but that that's not true because she ends up getting evicted, even though she hadn't been living there anyway. She ends up getting evicted for non-payment of rent. Wow! Like partway through her what would be her lease? So, and Michael said that the man's put people in there, but they were making money off of subletting, uh-huh. off of rent that he paid. Uh huh. Just doesn't make any sense. Right. You know.
0: Right. Totally.
1: June or July, they dumped her in that apartment. And by August, she moved in with the man's Of
0: 2012? 2013. 2013. That's Um, Cynthia, right?
1: Yeah, Cynthia Mann and and Bishop Antoine Mann. He's a bishop. Yeah. Then like eight months after they moved to Canada, Michael files for divorce (laughs) and he comes back to Indiana. They didn't really explain how the cops got on their ass about all of this. Before, Uh it was just kind of all of a sudden in this episode, it starts with like the cops. Interviewing him. Yes. Natalia enrolled in a free public school for adults wanting to get a um, high school diploma. Uh It wasn't a GED. It was a high school diploma. So it's a little bit different than the one that Michael said. Mm -hmm. And um, four days after she started there, they contacted the sheriff's office and they were like, you have to come here. This is a little girl.
0: Yeah. Okay. Wait, how long after she moved in with with Cynthia and the bishop did she apply for that school?
1: Well, the next school year she went.
0: Oh, the next school year. Yeah. All right.
1: During this time, 2015, they're going through their divorce. They're being investigated. I don't know if they know that yet. She does starts these GoFundMe's because she's trying to establish an autism youth sports thing in Canada.
0: Oh my god. And she
1: she repeatedly tweets the GoFundMe link.
0: How much did she end up raising?
1: I don't know because it's shut down. Uh. I can't see it. So I don't know how much she made, but she was doing it a lot. This is what's also very i mean so much of it is gross so yeah. much of it yeah, but yeah. in 2016 the man's put in a petition to become her legal guardian michael opposed it he objected to it and then they submitted a thing where they wanted to have her age changed back and he went to the hearing to object and he brought his um, primary care physician who wrote that like bunk letter to get the date the whatever the date changed initially yeah and then he his testimony was was asked and he said that she had sociopathic disorder. Right. But why would he first of all, why would that even matter? And secondly, why would the primary care physician be talking about it? Yeah. And also, is that even what it's called?
0: Uh, sociopathic disorder. I think so.
1: I think it's called like, I thought it was antisocial.
0: Antisocial disorder. Right. Yeah. Antisocial personality disorder seems to be the. The name. Yeah, that's really interesting. They yeah. use that verbiage.
1: Right? They successfully block it.
0: That's the word. And
1: that is that paved the way for Did they Michael block the and Christine as well? Yes. The guardianship. What? Yeah. For what what reason? I don't know.
0: Cuz it would make him look bad. It would it would tacitly be saying, "Oh, this is a child that he knew it was because then people would know," I guess. Yeah. He had to fight it.
1: So then ah, it's the man so disgusting. it lays but it lays the groundwork for them ending up getting dis- their charges dismissed or whatever. Yeah, so the man's are just like whatever. They move to Michigan and they bring her to an orthopedic surgeon there and they examined her and they said that she has joint issues at every level and required but was unable to attain surgery on her spine, hip, hand, possibly wrist. Wow, because of the delay in medical care. And surgeries, the surgeries will be more involved and the treatment will take a longer period of time. Wow. Because they when she was first came over here initially, yeah. they had mapped out a plan for her. The, like the first adoptive parents took her to the hospital and they mapped out this plan. And I think when they saw the plan, they were like, Oh shit, we can't really like take care of her. It was like a series of surgeries that she would have to have for going into adulthood.
2: Uh-huh. Um right.
1: in order for her to progress properly and michael and christine like knew about that and there was even like an affidavit about them knowing about this plan they just never they did the one surgery and i think they were like oh this is too much and they just decided not to do it disgusting so she had a lot of a lot of pain she described her pain as being like an eight on a scale of one to ten and she needed a referral for a wheelchair and a walker Um, her medical records show that surgeries on her lower extremities and spine would be medically necessary with spinal realignment taking priority. But the records show that because of the conflict between Natalia's legal age and her physical age, treatment was denied until the conflict could be resolved. And Michael went and went to the hearing to, and brought a fucking doctor there to deny this girl. And that's what I'm saying is like the abuse is continuing. It's not, it's like they're dragging her name through mud. They're, like actively working so that she can't get these surgeries that she needs. She's like in serious pain.
0: That's awful. Right? So disgusting.
1: Then once they get charged with this, they go on like a media tour and they start selling their story to Inside Edition, you know, all these places like Daily Mail. And then she starts to go fund me for her defense. And they
0: call her a sociopath.
1: Right. Exactly. What is that? To me, they sound moochy. At least Christine is. Uh-huh. And I think Michael's is going along with it. Michael was disgusting, too, for on that doc where he said that Christine was sexually abusing him by not having sex with him. Yes. And it's like, that's really different than a woman like sticking a dry tampon into a six year old's vagina.
0: A hundred percent.
1: He's so gross.
0: Because she knew how much I liked it. Ugh.
1: The prosecution requested that the Barnett's turn over information about how much they were paid for interviews Uh and they ignored that request. Uh And then they ended up subpoenaing Herd Strategies LLC. Michael filed a motion to have that subpoena squashed. I looked that company up. It's a uh, PR marketing and branding company. Okay. So they were selling, I think they were helping them sell their stories. Yeah. Christine starts to go fund me for her defense. I don't know how much she raised. Cause you know, you can't view it anymore, but she ends up getting a public defender <laughs> and he's ends up being really good because he gets her off. That's true. Um, Not and, even they
0: didn't go to trial. Michael went to trial at least. And she seemed like, I mean, Who knows? They're both awful. Yes. It seemed like she was real out there. Like she should definitely be on a trial if he did.
1: So then, you know, they ended up getting off. And that's why I think it's so disgusting. They're continuing to abuse this girl to this day. Christine's still so fucking active on her Facebook. Really? Yeah. Talking about this case, talking about the documentary, posting about it constantly. I can't wait for my side of the story to be told and blah, blah, blah. I think she's really pissed at what Michael said. Uh Uh-huh. But... Yeah, she's still saying that Natalia is a liar. And, that, and it's like, but we all saw about the DNA test. Yeah. They got all... Her lawyer got all that shit thrown out. So they couldn't present it as I evidence.
0: Know, but how? How?
1: There was... I read through the case files. There were... And he actually breaks it down. Like, I read his post on Facebook about it. Uh-huh. There was the, the problem with the age. Then there's like a technicality about how the... DNA wasn't done by an independent third party. It was done by the prosecution. Like uh-huh. they actually flew someone over to to Ukraine to, you know, see the mother and do the DNA test. And they said because it wasn't an independent third party, and then they argued successfully to have it thrown out.
0: That's awful.
1: Yeah. So, um I just want to leave you this one lie that she told. Um she said she received a bouquet of 38 four-leafed clovers from Jacob.
0: Okay. Okay, <laughs> that would be like a little little that he picked little,
1: that he picked in the backyard. 38.
0: 38.
1: For every 10,000 clovers, one of them has four leaves.
0: Wow, is that true? Yeah. I've, I looked it I, up. I I found them.
1: I've never found a four-leaf clover. I have.
0: I, I the day it happened because I mean I spent my whole life, life looking for the yes, <laughs> like just like absolutely sure in the yard that this was my ticket out <laughs> or whatever. Like this is this is what it's going to be. This is how it's going to happen. I just need to find the four-leaf clover. <laughs> I mean, I remember believing that in my heart of hearts.
1: I, I mean, I used to look at, look for them constantly, like at soccer practice, yeah. sitting on the sidelines, yeah. like whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so he found 38 of them in but, an afternoon. And
0: But they're so thin and whatever that it would just be like a little like bundle of twigs it style just, of
1: But I also don't believe it because you would have to look through. You'd need 38,000 or 380,000 clovers in order to get 38 of them. Well,
0: not necessarily. But there could be like an area that's like heavy in them. But yes, it's it's very obviously that's a lie too. clearly. It's just yes.
1: Every single step of the way. Yeah, She says, Um,
0: how can you tell if she's lying? She's moving her lips.
1: Exactly. I don't know. I feel bad for this girl. I want people to make a bigger deal about it. Yeah, because I feel like people are still like, "Oh, yeah, is that the real life orphan?" Yeah, like people are still not realizing. You're asking
0: that. You're saying that because I said that.
1: No, I said the first time someone told me about it. I said that. Well,
0: because I said it. It was recorded. You said it to me. Yeah. 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 But so people, you're right. You and me. Well, if people are still, I'm not asking it anymore.
1: Oh, and but I went out to dinner with a bunch of people on Friday night, and they said, "I'm sorry, not Friday." Wednesday night. And they Mm. said that. Um, Okay. But also on, on Reddit, people don't, people don't believe it. Yeah. They don't believe her. They're like, oh, I think maybe she's like, they're not, not as old as they say, but she's older than she was, but it doesn't make any sense. There's like photos of her. Yeah. Like with missing teeth and stuff. I'm sorry,
0: I believe the Ukrainian birth certificate, one hundred percent. that's that's incontrovertible. What the DNA evidence of the mother. Totally, which we all knew that it was her anyway. Yeah, the DNA evidence was just like to make sure.
1: This what's so ironic about the whole thing is that this woman has been championing her son as a scientist, and they have just been at every turn <laughs> refuting science.
0: Yeah, totally violating the rules per their stories. Being that the second season of the show or whatever, the second phase of the show is going to concentrate on her, there probably will be more of an uproar. I
1: really hope so. You know,
0: because it's still...
1: They should have aired it the next week. I agree. The fact that it's like being dragged on.
0: Yeah, and it's... God. Well, good luck to her.
1: Yeah. I I really do feel bad for that kid. And those other people are saints too that they're being dragged through the mud and they I haven't hope. said anything they haven't like they have facebooks they only talk about like the good things that are happening in their life and like all their kids and blah 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 and their birthdays they're not like because christina michael acts up on facebook they call each is other is still
0: oh yeah oh
1: yeah calling her evil like Getting in comments of other posts and like saying shit. These they're,
0: people, they have nothing better to do but they don't. be themselves. I
1: don't think they have jobs. No, I think that this, this, this is what this they're is doing. this is their job. Yeah. This
0: is their public theater yeah. performance.
1: Exploiting their children for money.
0: And doing a big dramatic, you know, and presentation. sucking
1: at it. Yeah. But people are still falling for it.
0: I mean, it's ridiculous.
1: I think part of it's the xenophobia.
0: Yes. Of xenophobia, like, but also because ableism. Anatoli,
1: even, yes. But like, just because the the idea of saying Ukraine and like you know people on the right are, uh-huh. like they they back Russians, right, right, Ukraine, right. Ex- some reason,
0: may, maybe that is because of Orphan. No, but remember, where I was saying like the the right has to hate Natalia Grace just because she's right. like, you Easy know, to say that. that's probably why <laughs> we didn't put that together. All right, now well, we have- Patreon dot com slash Psychology for more information. Tracy wants me to tell you to rate and review. Uh, yeah, rate and review. I'm not even gonna do that in the voice. It is important that you do that, it, but only if you like it. I used to be a little bit more open minded, and you know what? I don't want the bad reviews. I don't care. Wait,
1: okay, I have something to say. Um, we we have been getting reviews, and they suck.
0: Yeah, we got <laughs> like really we got, are mad at us. We got like a spate of three bad one star reviews that were like furious at our various perspectives and things we talked about. So if you feel better yeah, Can you populate
1: that, it with something else?
0: <laughs> there, there are now two. There's another one that went up that's positive. So oh, okay. now the two top ones that show on the page, at least for me, are both five star, four star, five star. Right. So if you wouldn't mind, if you like this, just do us a solid. I always feel like that's like talking about shit. Do me a solid.
1: I never think that.
0: Shit. Do me a solid. I always you think did. of
1: leakage as anal leakage, though.
0: Yes, definitely. You did a solid. You know?
1: <laughs> you did a solid, it's too. It's
0: not a liquid. Yeah, we're doing wawu. You know what that is, don't you? Watch what happens. Just kidding. It's called Watch Along With Us. It's a premium series on Patreon. Real good stuff. We're watching Madonna movies. We're almost done. Not done yet, but almost being almost done. Oh my god
1: we keep thinking next week's the last week and it's never the last week. Well no
0: we've never gotten to the last week we've gotten to the last two weeks right? and then it's been brought to our attention (laughs) that there are like various things that if we're actually being completists we need to watch so this week we've watched um, I Am Because We Are which is a documentary that Madonna quote wrote and produced about Malawi where she adopted uh, I believe three of her children from Maybe more than that. It might have been four, but definitely three, right? But Madonna, the number of Madonna's children from Malawi. I think she has six
1: kids altogether, right?
0: Is it six? Oh, I thought it might be seven. Oh, it's seven? No, maybe it's six. Maybe it's three from Malawi. Or no, maybe it's four. It would be four from Malawi. Yeah, right? It would be four from Malawi, right? Because Rocco and Lourdes. And then David, Mercy, and I don't know the other two as
1: well. One is there's twin girls.
0: Okay, then the twin girls. Yeah.
1: She has David Banda, Mercy James, and then Stella and Esther.
0: Okay, I don't know Stella and Esther.
1: They're the twins. I knew yeah. that they the twins were the youngest.
0: I know sometimes they pop up on our Instagram, but I don't. You know, David's a real showboat. So David's he's always the one. Jump it in front you know, of the camera. I mean,
1: I, I'm well, glad he was she... her
0: first adopted from Malawi. And also,
1: he was like Rocco was so straight and annoying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's true. It's true. Destroying
1: Although, all of her stuff.
0: Rocco is a cute kid. You he's, know, I mean, he's. Oh, totally. He's, he's
1: funny in, he in the documentary, he but he having. Is. I mean, but she has nannies to deal with him, but I could see. But he how was a, a, a terror. And But I could also see how she, as he got older and he was just into like dude stuff. Well, because how Guy be, Ritchie had yes. his whole
0: thing. He was clearly like molded Rocco.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Entirely.
0: So Rocco was born a lad. Anyway, all of that and more. Did
1: Rocco turn out hot? I don't know. He's remember. 22.
0: I think Lourdes is gorgeous.
1: Lourdes is beautiful. Yeah. She was always beautiful. She's she always never beautiful. had a, she never had a, she's like Brooke Shields. Right. She never, never had, had an had a, awkward yeah. phase. That's true. Rocco did have an awkward phase. I remember his teenage years were a little bit rough. Okay. Uh, thanks. You got
2: look, you want the